And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry. I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, yeah, I could have kicked myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl, my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Larry Thor stars as Detective Danny Clover. On a holiday episode of Broadway is my beat from 1949. But first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, two Hollywood 360 listener contestants must correctly answer more true or false questions about Lorne Michaels than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Steve and Barrett. Yeah, we've got Steve and Barrett on the phone from Chicago. Hey, guys. Hey, what's happening? We're glad that you're with us. Yeah. Hi, guys. So, I mean, it's a little bit of two against one, but, I mean, I'm all about it. So all right. it's all fair and, fair and love and war here, and this is all about love. So uh, this is about Lorne Michaels, born November 17th, 1944. He's 79, best known, of course, for creating and producing Saturday Night Live. And um, all true and false, Steve Barrett, I'm going to start with you. Matt LeBlanc auditioned for a role on Saturday Night Live but was turned down. True or false? Okay, so first off, uh, Carl, you're awesome, and uh, we're really, we well, really appreciate you guys having us on. But you're also going down. Okay, That's right. hey, you know what? <laughs> Listen, I agree with the first part of what you just said, uh, right, but not enough. so much with the second part. Well, time will <laughs> tell. <laughs> they say true. Okay, what do you say, Carl? Um, I'm going to say false. It is false. Oh, guys. Unfortunately, it was here's Lisa for, Kudrow. Here's for Stephen Barrett. From Friends, who auditioned here's and was Carl. turned down. What's that? Touche. Oh, touche. Okay, there we go. All right. No, no problem. Right. No problem. All right. So Carl. I'm up one. All yes. right. Yes. Carl, Lorne Michaels credits much of his success to Lily Tomlin. Hmm. True or false? Lily Tomlin. Huh. Um, right era, so I'm going to say true. Okay. What do you guys think? We're going to go false. I'm so sorry. Oh. This is so bad. Here's for Carl. It is true because one of Here's his first for... gigs was as a was as a writer on Laughing. Yes, he said right here. He says she was the first person I met who really cared about quality. That was yeah. His, uh, so his he, thing, she was so. like a mentor to him. Yes, maybe, huh? exactly. I didn't know that it was a guest, but mm, there we go. Like you mentor to yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Stephen Barrett. He wrote jokes for Joan Rivers. True or false? 
Hmm. Wait, who did? Lauren we're Michaels? all about Lauren Michaels. He wrote jokes for Joan Rivers. Is that true or false? We're going to go true. I think that's true. It sounds like <laughs> something he would have well, done. Well, I'm sorry. That oh. is not true. Ah. It is false. He wrote jokes for Woody Allen. I just oh, wow. Of, really? Yeah, he for did. For Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. One of my favorites. So we're not doing too right, well God. here, guys. Carl, Saturday yeah. Night Live made its debut on October 11th, 1975, with Tom Hanks as the show's first host. True or false? That is absolutely false. I am sure of that, Steve and Barrett. Yeah, we would have had that one, too. All right. You guys know who... You're right. It is false. Do you know who the first host was? I kind of think I may. Um, I think the first host was... um, Was it George Carlin? Yes. Was it? Yes. Wow. It was George Carlin. I just thought... Tom Hanks has been a host so many times. Yeah, pretty good, right? Not bad. Well done. Thank you. I wasn't sure on that one, but... But you knew it wasn't Tom Hanks. No, I knew so. it wasn't Tom Hanks. All right. Stephen Barrett. Lauren Michaels founded his production company. In Why? Ni- was it lost? It was lost. He found it in uh, 1979 called Broadway Video. True or false? Who's who's up for this uh, Stephen one? Barrett. Okay, Stephen. Okay, so it's us? Yes. Yeah. Lauren Michaels founded his production company called Broadway Video. True or false? True. That is absolutely true. That is true. Yeah, that you is got it. And I here's the final question. I don't yeah. know how we're doing here, but I'm I have a feeling it's not going we're well. Out of the running, but. <laughs> <laughs> right, who's, have, whose question is this? Uh, Carl. All right. In 2008, Forbes magazine added him to the 100 most powerful people list. True or false? I would say true. Okay. What do you guys think? Uh, we're going to go false. False is the right answer. Time Magazine's 100 most Ah, influential people list. For me, and here's for Steve. So how'd we do? I won, but not by much. It was close, though, right? It was close. Well, it was a good, valiant effort. You did great. I'm going to send you some fun CDs, okay? That sounds awesome. Thank you. Thank you for playing. Yeah, right. I hope you guys uh, had fun. And I had Lauren Michaels on the phone giving me all the answers. Sure, so of it, course. Uh, helped me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, my good buddy, uh, Lauren. Can you, can you ask him to jump on with me and give me a little uh, career bump? I'll try. I will do my best. Uh, I'll see what I can do for you. Hey, great job. <laughs> Thanks so much. When we come back, it's Broadway Is My Beat, starring Larry Thor. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. 
Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. I got to tell you, Lisa, we get so many calls and so many emails and texts and all kinds of stuff from our listeners. They uh, complimenting the show. They love they love these classic radio shows and they love what you do. They love what Mike does. Me, uh, yeah, but um, you know what? It's so nice. It's so nice to hear from our listeners, and they say they love these classic radio shows. Keep keep them coming, and uh, we just we just can't be uh, we just can't be more grateful to our listeners who are out there tuning us in, turning the radio on, or your computer, whatever it is. However, you listen to our program. Thank you. Please keep doing it, and tell a friend to spread the word about our radio show. Because we love doing it. We hope we're doing it for the next at least 60, 70 more years. Lisa. Yeah, that would be a long time. You We'd know? be pretty uh, old and brittle walking in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's time for Broadway Is My Beat. You know, we're playing holiday shows all throughout the uh, the month of December. And this is a really good one. It's uh, Broadway's My Beat was a really great drama detective series. Came to radio in 1949. Lasted until 1954. Originally, an actor by the name of Anthony Ross played Detective Danny Clover, but that was only a few episodes. They switched gears and hired Larry Thor as uh, Times Square Detective Danny Clover, and uh, each episode opened to the theme, I'll Take Manhattan, which was very, um, you know, put set the mood, really, because that song really made you feel like mm-hmm. you were in New York. And... Uh, Clover would say, I'm a homicide detective, and I uh, work Times Square to Columbus Circle, the gaudiest, the most violent, the lonesomest mile in the world. Charles Calvert was uh, Sergeant Gino Tartaglia. wonder what uh, nationality he is, same as me, of <laughs> course. Italian. Jack Crucian was Sergeant Mugovan. This is a December 24th, Christmas Eve, 1949 broadcast. Nick Norman is just out of Sing Sing after 15 years and is scheduled to play Santa Claus, but he goes missing. Let's tune this in. Part one now of Broadway is My Beat. Broadway's My Beat. From Times Square to Columbus Circle. The gaudiest, the most violent, the lonesomest mile in the world. Broadway's My Beat with Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover. Broadway. On Christmas Eve, Broadway's natives dance their Christmas dance to the music of carols flowing out of tinseled loudspeakers. The kids mash their noses against plate glass, lick it, and watch the mechanical clown, the mechanized tour army... The tin man dancing a jig on a tin box. Their eyes are dark with desire and hunger. They make a wish on a neon star. That's how it is on Christmas Eve on Broadway. My beat. On the morning of the day before Christmas, creatures are stirring at police headquarters. There's the patter of tired feet and the sound of manly giggles as little gifts are hidden in desk drawers or poured into Dixie cups or slipped under the police blotter. 
And in my office, there's a kid I knew, name of Marty Wednick. Danny, I don't like to disturb you at this unmentionable hour. Ten o'clock in the morning, unmentionable? You kidding? Sleep has not yet fled from my starry eyes. What makes me bounce from my pillow at an hour which is for the squares is a problem. What's your problem, Marty? Am I or am I not the child president of your branch of the Police Athletic League? You are. So I promised my constituency of fellow former delinquents a Sandy Claus for Christmas. That's the problem. When are you going to give with a Sandy Claus? <laughs> Don't laugh, Danny. A former delinquent shouldn't be disillusioned. Could make him a neurotic. So I repeat, on behalf of my constituents, where is Sandy Claus? <laughs> He'll be here in a minute, Marty. Sergeant Tartaglia... Oh, here he is. Come on in, Sergeant. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what This fun. guy's a sergeant? Huh? Hey, Tartaglia, this is uh, Marty Wednick. He wants Santa Claus. Oh, he's coming, Danny, he's coming. Come on in, Sandy. Everybody, make way, everybody, oh, for Santa Claus. Oh, ha, ha, ha. And what's your alias little, uh, uh, name, little boy? Ho, ho, ha. Hey. This guy's a Santa Claus. Who's the kid? The punk, Danny. Who is he? Marty Wednick, that's who I am. So you're Santa Claus, huh? <laughs> Audition me something. What? Why, you crummy Take little... Take your hands off me, Santa Claus. Is this the Christmas spirit? I'll give it to you in the mouth, fresh kid. You and how many rain? Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, you two. Marty, this is Nick Norman. Nick Norman, the ex-con? How do you like this monster? For 15 years, I've been playing Sandy Claus at Sing Sing with no complaints, mind you. The first day I am a free civilian playing me old part, the squirt gives me the hook. I resign from Sandy Claus. I didn't get treatment like this even from the guards. Take it easy, Nick. Marty didn't mean it, did you, Marty? How was I to know that Sandy Claus here was the world-famous light-fingered safecracker? Ex-light-fingered, world-famous safecracker, you. Well, does he meet with your approval, Marty? Well, the costume is sloppy, the beard's moth-eaten, but... Yeah, he'll do. Don't do me no favors, punk. You want to know something, Nick? What something? I like you. I think you are the best Sandy Claus it has ever been my privilege to present to my constituents of the PAL. This is from the heart, Nick. Oh, that's better. You gotta show respect for Sandy Claus. What time's your party? Eight o'clock tonight. You'll be there? I'll be there. Well, so long, Danny. Sergeant, <laughs> Sandy Claus. See you at the party. Merry Christmas. That's a good kid. Appreciates the finer things. Feels good to be out, huh, Nick? Fifteen years is a long night without sleep, Danny. Yeah, feels good. And thanks for the job as Sandy Claus. I would miss it after all these years. And the deal we made, that feels good too, huh? The de- oh, yeah, yeah, the deal, sure, Danny. I'll keep my promise to you. That's good. You won't forget what happened 15 years ago on Christmas Eve. How can I forget? It was like today. I was all dressed up like Sandy Claus. I had a few idle hours, and right in front of me, there just happened to be an idle safe. So I cracked it. So, so I got caught. Uh-huh. Now, what are you going to do now, between now and 8 o'clock, the time the party starts? Walk the thoroughfares and wish everybody joyous tidings and pat kids on the head. And, and wish leave you... their mother's purses alone. Oh, Danny, how can you talk to Sandy Claus that way? I promised you oh, that... sure you did. Hey, Tartaglia. Uh, yeah, Danny. Tag along with Santa Claus. Fresh air will do you both good. Oh, gee, thanks, Danny, thanks. You know, the fresh air will do us both good. Yeah, but hold his hand, Tartaglia, so he won't get lost. We don't want him to get lost, do we? Oh, no, Danny. No, because what's Christmas without Santa Claus? Have fun, boys. So everybody was happy, and that was good, because it was a season for it. Sergeant Tartaglia was happy because I had not only given him permission to leave the room, I told him to go out and take a walk with Santa Claus. 
And everyone knows that Santa Claus is always happy, even if once upon a time he had to spread his glad tidings around Sing Sing. I considered it a while, and then I decided to inhale the bloom of Christmas as it filtered through police headquarters. And it made me feel happy, too. It lasted for two inhales. The sign on the door says Lieutenant Danny Clover. I don't believe in signs. What's your name? Uh Uh-uh. What's yours? I came prepared for a question like that. Here's my card. Thanks. Simon Larrabee. Real estate and rentals. You renting something, Mr. Larrabee? Ah, that would give you the upper hand. Two questions to my one. And you haven't answered it yet. Danny Clover, like the sign says. That's my name. You're quite right. I am running something. Go ahead. Rent away. I like to watch. I'm doing it now. Just looking at you. I'm renting that property known as the warehouse at 2290 East Grand Street. Well, if it makes you happy... Wait a minute. That's our clubhouse. That's where the kids are having our Christmas party. Are you? <laughs> What's the... <laughs> what else can it be? Where's the rent? Rent for what? Rent for that property known as the warehouse at 2290 East Grand Street. You mean it hasn't been paid? How much is it? It's sixty-two fifty a month. Oh, that includes utilities. I'll pay it. The club's treasurer will reimburse me. You don't understand, Mr. Clever. When I rent something, I get a year's rent in advance. That comes to $750. And I want it before there's any party there. Are you kidding? Where are those kids going to get money like that? Oh, well, I'll give you until 8 o'clock to get the money, and I'll just sit right here until then. All right. Grab yourself a police gazette. Never touch the stuff. Suit yourself. Oh, excuse me, Simon. Danny Clover speaking. Danny! Yeah, what is it? I can hardly hear you, Curcio. Yeah, yeah, well, no wonder. Listen to what I gotta talk through. Listen, Danny. Hey, you see what I mean? Why the sirens? What's the trouble? Sergeant Tartaglia is up a tree. What? Sergeant Tartaglia is in a tree on the Avenue 8 playground, Danny. He flipped his lid. He's telling anyone that'll listen that there ain't no Santa Claus. Hey, you better come on down, Danny. When I got down to the Avenue A playground, it was having the Christmas party of its life. A 30-foot tree complete with tinsel, candy canes, colored popcorn balls, firemen, and a scared sergeant policeman, forlorn and lost, pinned to its top branch. The fire department finally convinced Artaglia that a ladder was a safe invention for getting down out of tall trees. At the bottom rung, he almost believed it. When his feet touched the ground, they gave him a blanket because he was suffering from shock. He was about to tell the newsreel boys his ordeal when I faced him. Oh, Danny, Danny, I, I was about to tell the newsreel boys my ordeal. Oh, just tell me first, Attaglia, because I hardly ever get to the movies. I, I'll be with you in just a minute, sir. Oh, Danny, it was awful. It was something awful. I only ask this because there's so much about you I don't know, Tartaglia. Why do you climb trees? Oh, I don't, Danny. The height scares me. When I was a child, a tree threw me on the ground. Still, you climbed this tree. Why? Because I'm a policeman. That makes sense. But how? Well, sure it does, Danny. The kids see me. I am a policeman. They need to put a star on top of their Christmas tree. They ask me because I am a policeman and can do such things. I couldn't let the department down, Danny. So so you leave Nick Norman alone all by himself because you don't want to let the department down. Uh, I knew you would say that. But I trusted Nick because he is Santa Claus. He told me I could trust him. Sure you can, Tartaglia. But what happened to Santa Claus? He's not around. That's right. There ain't no Santa Claus, like I've been saying. They told me you were saying that. What happened to him, Tartaglia? Well, Danny, whilst I was up in the tree pinning the star, below me I saw a big black bulletproof sedan. What kind? A big black bulletproof sedan. Now I know. Then what happened? Well, this big black bulletproof sedan stopped by Nick, our Santa Claus. Two men got out, talked him for a minute, then took him one by each arm, deposited him in the car, closed the door, and away they sped careening on two wheels. I yelled to them to stop, Danny, 
Uh, but I guess they didn't hear me on account of the hustle and bustle. I'll Santa Claus to Taglia. Where is he? Where'd he go? Well, if I was Santa Claus, I know where I'd go. Not that it matters, but where? Well, to my mother. On Christmas Eve, she deserves something like that. I'm sure she does. Well, we have you now, Sergeant Tartaglia. I'll make good in the newsreels, Tartaglia. This may be your big chance. Yeah? Are you Mrs. Norman? Why? I'm Danny Clover. Yeah? May I come in, Mrs. Norman? Why? I want to talk to you. About what? About Nick, about your son. Come in. Thanks. In here, in the parlor. Sit down. Thank you. No, not on that seat, that one. What do you want to talk about, about Nick? Do you know where he is? No, you don't tell me no more. One day when he was nine years old, Nick said to me, he said, Ma, don't ask me where I've been no more, cause I'll lie to you. That's what he said. Then you don't know where he is. Don't make me go through that again, Sonny. Say, who are you to ask me questions? I told you I was... Yeah, yeah, you did. You said just Danny Clover. That don't mean nothing to me. Oh, you must be the guy come about, uh... Uh Uh-huh, I am. That's why I came. Uh Uh-huh. Well, you tell me what you come here for. For, you know, just as you said. Oh, this I like. This lets me play cagey like in the old days. What are you talking about? You know your son, Nick. (laughs) You got to squirm more than that, kiddo. What about Nick? We want him to be our Santa Claus. Bingo. That's good. Oh, it must be a good feeling, a young man like you. Big, strong, looking for Santa Claus. Me? I just sat here in my rocking chair. Mrs. Norman. Thinking about the times we had, me and Big Ed, my husband. The time... I have to go now, Mrs. Norman. Where's your son? Oh, you made me go through it again. One day, when he was nine years old, Nick said to me... Uh, Yeah, oh, thanks, Mrs. Norman. Ma, don't ask me where I've been. All right, we're listening to Broadway Is My Beat from Christmas Eve, December 24th, 1949. Nick Norman's Santa Claus is the title. And that woman playing the older, you know, the, the, playing an old woman there is a very young Peggy Weber. She was like 20 in this broadcast right there. She's amazing. Doing this uh, voice, yeah, you know. Hey. No, no, she's much better than that. Well, <laughs> and uh, that's why she was hired so much. Peggy Weber, because she was a young, young girl and a young woman and could play these older women. And then they would have her double and play a young girl, totally different voice. And we've had Peggy on the show many times. Uh, She's amazing. We'll get back to this right after a short break. I'm still 
If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. A little earlier, we were talking about the Classic Radio Club, and uh, thank you, we've had some people call and join. The Classic Radio Club is uh, really an internal sponsor of this show. It is one of our um, support systems to put this show on the air, and we have, thankfully, hundreds and hundreds of our listeners are Classic Radio Club members. We thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are a Classic Radio Club member, you get a five-CD set of ten Classic Radio shows sent to your home every single month. About every 30 days you get a new one. And you also will be emailed, if you have an email, not everyone has an email, but if you do, we will send you the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show along with our Radio Rarities podcast. And that's an extra little bonus for being a Classic Radio Club member. Lisa and I co-host a show called Radio Rarities. Mike Gastella produces it, and Carl Shadow writes it. And we take a very rare show, for whatever reason that it's rare. Uh, maybe it wasn't cooked long enough, right? That's how you pink. like it. Uncooked. <laughs> <laughs> a little we, pink inside. Yeah, I like it a little pink. And we talk about that show, break it all down, play it, and it's very cool. It's very different than Hollywood 360, because it's a scripted show. And uh, that's tacked on to the five-hour Hollywood 360 show. That is sent to you free as part of the Classic Radio Club membership. So learn all about it. You can go to our website, ClassicRadioClub.com. Learn all about the, uh, the Classic Radio Club. Or you can call us tonight. Lisa and I are taking the calls to sign you up to the club. And the first month, it's only $1. We want you to try all of this for a, for a buck. Now, if you um, do get the CDs, we do have to charge you shipping and handling $4.99. So you're talking about a dollar plus $4.99 to get a 10-show, 5-CD set with a booklet, the whole nine yards, plus the podcast sent to you each and every Monday. A lot of stuff. So that number to call if you want to talk to Lisa and I and sign up is 815-900-7535. We're here uh, for the next few hours. 815-900-7535. Try the club. If you're not a Classic Radio Club member, think you will really enjoy it because we put only the best sound quality shows in the uh, in the Classic Radio Club. 815-900-7535. You uh, enjoying this Broadway is my beat, Lisa? I know you're a big detective fan. I, I like a, I like a good detective yeah, show, so yeah. yeah. You're a whodunit. A who 
whodunit. Yeah, you're Everybody definitely. Everybody loves a good mystery. You're definitely a whodunit, <laughs> all right. Uh, December 24th, 1949. Let's get back to the Nick Norman case. Here's Broadway is my beat. Hi, Danny. Uh, did you find Santa Claus? No, uh-uh, Tartaglia. What are you doing about it? Uh, me? Nothing. That's good. Anyone to see me? Uh, yeah, in your office. Uh, hey, Danny, Danny, well, what are you angry at me for, huh, Danny? Hey, Danny, what's this I hear about Santa Claus taking a powder? Uh, you'll get your Santa Claus, Marty. You still here, Simon Larrabee? Yes, 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 I'm waiting. Just as I told you, I'm waiting for my 750 rent. Can you imagine this gun up, Danny? On Christmas Eve, he wants his rent. This is a Christmas, no Santa Claus, no party. What am I going to tell my constituents? It'll work out, Marty. We'll get the money someplace. By 8 o'clock, Mr. Corbin. shut up, Simon. But Danny, no Santa Claus. Hold it. Hold it, everybody. I got the solution. Communications, this is Sergeant Tartaglia in Danny Clover's office. An all-points bulletin. Pick-up man. Description as follows. Height, 5 feet 11. Weight, 235. When last seen, was wearing a red suit, a red hat with bells and black boots. Identifying marks. Has a long, snow-white beard. What's his name? Santa Claus! You are listening to Broadway's My Beat, starring Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover. $51,000 in cash and wonderful prizes. Danny Seymour might play Santa Claus to you tonight, and he might fill up your stockings with that fifty-one grand if you can identify the phantom voice. Listen in just a little later tonight to Sing It Again. Broadway brings you Christmas in a lot of ways. You get dribbled around by the opposing teams of last-minute shoppers. You ride backwards on up escalators so you can be in a good position for the down escalators. You get mauled and shoved and picked over, and finally you get gift-wrapped and sent on your way. My way was out to lunch and back to police headquarters, holding my Christmas stocking in my hand. I had two things, no rent and no Santa Claus. Two nothings which made for an empty holiday. Sergeant Tataglia wasn't enjoying himself either, and he expressed himself with sentiment. Ah, humbug. What did you say, Tartaglia? Bah, humbug, Danny. Uh, that's a Christmas expression I picked up to be used when you wished it was the 4th of July instead. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, you uh, seen the afternoon papers, Danny? Yeah, take a look at it. Uh, you look at it for me. What does it say? Well, first it has got a picture on the front page of a tree. In the tree is me. Mm -hmm. Then it says under it, it says, Officer Gino Tartaglia... Yeah, hey, Danny, they spelled it right. Well, Officer Tartaglia spent the afternoon cavorting in a tree to the delight and applause of all the little... Well, it runs on like that. Oh, forget it. It wasn't your fault. Then that's what I tried to tell Mrs. Tartaglia. Doesn't she believe you? Danny, she called me on the phone. I said, hello? She said, signal Tarzan. Then she started laughing, hysterical. I can't get her to talk. Every time I pick up my phone, all I hear is Mrs. Tartaglia laughing. Oh, I got my problems, too. Yeah, this is probably the first time in the history of Santa Claus that he's ever heisted from his appointed rounds. Maybe. Hey, did you get in touch with Nick's mother again, like I told you? Oh, Danny, she ain't nowhere to be found. The old day must have skipped. And the 200 Santa Clauses that the boys investigated, not one of these is Nick Norman under the beard. Oh, I'll get it, Danny. Thanks. Sergeant Tartaglia. Huh? Yeah, he's here. 
It's for you, Danny. Thank you. Danny Clover speaking. Danny, this is Maxie. You know, Maxine Riddell. Yeah, how are you, Maxie? I'm in lingerie, Danny. Come on down. What? In the lingerie department at Fletcher's department store. Working. I got news for you. News about Nick Norman. You interested, Danny? Yeah, yeah, I am. Hold on to everything, Maxie. I'll be right down. Here, mister. Take this black nightgown over to that girl over there. She'll gift wrap it up. Hi, Danny. How am I doing? Great, Maxie. Only great. How long have you been working here? Only for the Christmas season, Danny. But the way I've been operating, I think maybe they'll keep me on. No, no questions about your background? You mean about me being a shoplifter? Uh-huh. That's the reason I got the job. The way I was lifting things, I told them it'd be cheaper for them if they put me on the sales force. So they did. So for 22 bucks a week, I'm an honest mouse. Anyway, it's steady. Keep it that way, huh, Maxie? Anything you say, Danny. Well, now that we've had our tea, I guess you want to know about Nick. Yeah. Breaks my heart to be a stoolie. You know how it is, Danny. Me with my former alliances. But it's different now. Yeah, different. I want it to be different for Tussie, too. You remember how it was between me and Tussie. How was it? It was gorgeous. That's why I'm being a pigeon, Danny. If Nick made up his mind to be a kosher citizen, he should stick to it. Not fall back into the arms of a mob like a doll who says mama. Which mob, Maxie? Tussie Carnes. Such a name for a gorilla. Tussie. How do you figure a name like that? I don't know him. Where do I find him? Tussie just got back from Chicago. He bought the Domino Club. I happened to be passing there on my lunch hour, and I saw Nick in a Santa Claus suit drinking grape juice with Tussie. Oh, excuse me, Danny, a customer. Yes, madam. Something for yourself. Thanks, Maxie. For what? We have some gorgeous outside girdles, madam, for everyday wear. They're right over here. Domino Club in the West 50s is a bright and shiny joint plastered with black glass. It stands close to the ground between two peeling brownstones. When you walk into it, you have the feeling you're walking into the mouth of a beetle. Its walls are lined with black mirrors, and its ceiling is draped with folds of scarlet silk. And at six o'clock of a Christmas Eve, the boys, complete with Christmas-wrapped girls, are beginning to gather. You ask a busboy in white tie and tails, where's Tussie Carnes? And he lifts an eyebrow to a guy standing near the bandstand. A guy grinning like an alley cat while a girl pins a sprig of mistletoe to his lapel. You wait till she kisses Tussie. Then Tussie kisses her. But his eyes are open and flicking around the joint, so he sees you and pushes the girl away. Beat it, Blitzen, I got company. Merry Christmas, stranger. You want something from Tussie, boy? Same to you. And I want Nick Norman. Oh, that's a big desire on a holiday. Why you want, Nick? Uh, tell Tussie, boy. Maybe I gotta explain. I'm Danny Clover, a cop. I want him. Don't everybody? Come with me, Sonny. Santa's right down at the end of this hallway. Merry Christmas, Melvin. Ain't it, though, Tussie? Merry Christmas, George. Likewise, I'm sure. I brought you a present, boys. Goody. Likewise. Where's Nick Norman? This fella here, he says to Tussie Boy he wants Nick Norman, our Santa Claus. Uh-oh. What big eyes you have, mister. And you know something else that's plain precious, boys? No. Do tell us, Tussie. The fella says he is a cop. Isn't that cute, huh? I could die. Yeah. So show the fella Santa Claus, huh, fellas? 
Merry Christmas, Danny Clover. Oh, Tussie boy said that, didn't he? Stay away from me. But first we want to wish you on a star. Like that. Are you too crazy? Stay away from me. They think that was not enough stars. I'll give them another package. You know that Tussie is good to us. He gave us the best Christmas present two fellas could ever have. Uh, don't be greedy, Melvin. Leave some for me. Oh, look at that. It's all gone. Come on, Danny, open your eyes. What? Yeah, open your eyes, Danny. It's getting late. Ain't you heard? Christmas is coming. Hey, it's you, Nick Norman. Oh, Danny, call me Sandy Claus. That's the nicest alias I got. Now, look, Nick, I'm going to... Oh, here, I'll help you up, Danny. Yeah, sit on the edge of the sofa there. Yeah. Sandy Claus, Danny. Santa Claus, huh? Sure. So help me, Nick, where I'm going to put you. You'll spend the next 94 Christmases in solitary. Take it easy, Danny. Come on, let's get out of here. I'll be late for that kid's party. Come on. You mean let's get out of here just like that? I don't have to beat my way out of here? What for? What's all this about, Nick? Uh, Santa Claus? You're adult today, Danny. What's the matter with you? But you were kidnapped. Kidnapped? Me? I would want to do a thing like that to jolly old me. A man in a tree said two guys pushed you into a car. He only had a bird's eye view, but he said kidnapped. You... Oh, you mean Melvin and George. <laughs> I mean Melvin and George. <laughs> Two pals from Chicago, Daddy. They heard I was out and wanted I should be Sandy Claus to a private party they was given. That's all. Harmless guys, pals, buddies. We enjoy each other. Yeah, they enjoyed me, too. Uh, before they left town for this party, they said to tell you... That... Oh, wait a minute. I wrote it down. Uh, it says... Uh... Dear Danny Clover, sorry we made a mistake and beat up your head. May the bells ring a joyous Noel for you. Signed, XX. That's Melvin and George, yes. A mistake, huh? Sure. They knew some mob or other might try to get me as Santa Claus. They figured you was a mob, so they protected me from you, like, like you was fibbing about being a cop. After they walloped you unconscious, they went through your pockets and saw you was really a cop. So they wrote this note. The running ink you see here on the note, Danny, that, that's tears. You'll forgive him, won't you, Danny? Yeah. How about your mother? Well, that was your error, Danny. You didn't tell Mom you was from the police, so she taught just like Melvin and George. You gave me the double talk. Yeah, huh? that's my mom. A grand old dame. You know you know what I told her once when I was nine years yeah, old? Yeah, yeah, no, I, my sleigh's outside. I'll give you a ride back to my office. That means the whole thing was an error in identification and motive, as they say, huh, Danny? That's right. Isn't that right, Santa? Sure. I'll tell it to you again if you want. No, never it's mind. A... What happened to Simon Larrabee? Oh, he went out for a feast of spud nuts and coffee. Hey, you don't look very happy, Tartaglia. Uh-uh. No, Danny. I ain't happy. Unhappy. Very. What's the matter? We've got Santa Claus? Come on, smile. It's going to be a fine Christmas. I can't, Danny. I just can't. It's Mrs. Tartaglia. Hmm? Yeah, now she ain't laughing anymore. The neighbors are laughing and Mrs. Tartaglia is crying. Why? Well, the later editions of the paper said that, that Sandy Claus was heisted. It was because I was in a tree. Yeah, the papers say I, single-handed, messed up Christmas. Bad as that, huh? Mm. Well, I'll tell you, Tartaglia... Hey, what about my Christmas party? Oh, 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 well, not yet, Santa. Uh, oh. 
Wait till you get to the party. Say, the press was saying that you were snatched, Sandy. What gives? It said that mobsters grabbed you. Nah, it was just a little misunderstanding. That's right, Marty. Nick was grabbed by mobsters. Huh? Yeah, well, then how'd you get away? Sergeant Tartaglia. Yeah? Uh-huh. Sergeant Tartaglia. The kind of policeman who tracks down criminals to the lair. I am, Danny? The kind that single-handed rescued Santa Claus from the jaws of disaster. This guy did that? Yep. I'm just about to call the press boys and tell them about it. Oh, Danny. I mean it, Tartaglia. Don't be so modest. I'm going to do just that. Danny. Put Marty in a cab, Tartaglia. I'll send Santa down the squad car in a little while. Yeah, sure. Well, come on, little Pike. Uh, I mean, uh, Marty. Okay. Merry Christmas, Danny. Whatever you tell the press guys, Danny, I'll swear to it. Sure. Sure you will. Yeah, that's a fine Christmas you're giving everybody, Danny. How about yourself? Well, I'll have fun at the party. I always do. Where is it? Where's my money? Oh, look, Mr. Larrabee, it's Christmas. Of course it's Christmas. That's why I want my rent, so I can have a Merry Christmas. Hey, Danny, who is this guy that needs rent to have a Merry Christmas? This is Simon Larrabee. He wants a year's rent in advance for that warehouse where the kids are having their party. Or else, no party. Yes, that's who I am. Oh, like that, huh? So that's how you are, huh, Simon? Stop breathing in my face, Santa Claus. All them kids wanting to have a party, and a Simon like you wants to louse it up. I'll put him down, Nick. I ain't doing nothing, Danny. Just holding Simon up so I can breathe in his face. Please, I want you to think about something, Simon. Think about all those kids that are looking forward to that Christmas party, which ain't going to happen on account of you. Think about it. All right, I'm I'm thinking, yes. Maybe you could think better with a pen in your hand, Simon. A pen that will write out a receipt for a year's rent in advance, huh, Simon? Of course, of course, of course. Oh, Christmas spirit and all that. Yes, I'll get my receipt book. Uh. Ah, oh, (laughs) oh, my. Well, I haven't felt so good in years. Ah, yes, here you are, Mr. Glover. A receipt for a year's rent in advance. And tell the darlings, Merry Christmas with us. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Ain't he a nice fella, Danny? Come on, nice fella. I'll take you to a party. Merry Christmas, Danny. It's a merry, merry, merry Christmas, Danny. Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas. On Christmas Eve, Broadway is almost like any other place in the world. The bells ring out, the horns blow, there's laughter. The Mazdas on the Translux spell out slowly, word by word, peace on earth, goodwill to men. And you read it, you believe it. Because on Christmas Eve, you believe a miracle. Then a whirl of confetti is in your eyes and you're pushed along with the crowd and you never see the next news bulletin. You don't try to look back. It's Broadway. The merriest. The shiniest. The lonesomest mile in the world. Broadway. My beat. Broadway's My Beat stars Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover and is written by Morton Fine and David Friedkin. The musical score was composed by Alexander Courage and conducted by Wilbur Hatch, and the program was produced and directed by Elliot Lewis. 
The cast tonight included Charles Calvert, Gil Stratton Jr., Howard McNear, Hal March, Bert Holland, Shep Menken, Estelle Dodge, and Peggy Weber. On Christmas afternoon, Jack Benny will be heard as guest star in a full one-hour version of the comedy, The Man Who Came to Dinner. Charles Boyer, Gregory Peck, Rosalind Russell, Dorothy McGuire, Henry Fonda, John Garfield, and Gene Kelly will be starring alongside Jack in this special holiday hour. Then an hour later, Jack will be back with his own Sunday night gang for 30 more minutes of holiday hilarity. In fact, the best idea really is stay tuned to CBS all day Christmas Day. Now stay tuned for Sing It Again, which follows immediately on most of these same CBS stations. Joe Walter speaking. This is CBS, where you'll find Broadway is my beat every Saturday night, the Columbia Broadcasting System. That's a really good episode. Broadway is my beat from Christmas Eve, December 24th, 1949, uh, starring Larry Thor. And you know what? Larry Thor, Lisa, played... The radio announcer from 1964 until 1967 on Gilligan's Island. Remember when they would be, like, getting reports from the sure. island? I do remember that. It was that. always Larry Thor was I the newscaster. Yeah. And then in season two, episode four, there was, like, um, part of a part of, like, a Mars expedition fell onto the island and stuff, and then they were... They were showing back to the, uh, like, NASA, mm -hmm. and Larry Thor played that same news guy. So he actually got to be seen right. on an episode of Gilligan's Island. But he was the radio announcer that they would be tuning in all the time, and that was uh, Larry Thor on this episode playing Danny Clover on Broadway Is My Beat. Time for this month in music history. Well, no music history from the 1960s would be complete without this song. I'm a big fan. Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. You love this movie. I do. I oh like the God. movie. I like the song. This is Robinson. I like Simon and Garfunkel. I'm a fan of The Graduate. Uh, the song was written by Paul Simon, who pitched it to the director, Mike Nichols, for The Graduate. And graduate, and so uh, that's what it's closely associated You're with. You're the graduate. I'm a graduate. Two master's degrees. Just a degree. few times over. Two master's degrees over here. <laughs> and look what I'm doing. <laughs> Bantering with Carl. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got two master's degrees to my no, no master's degrees. Yeah, but what do I know about classic radio? I just learn as I sit and I listen to you. Well, <laughs> and you do a great job. <laughs> Alright, more of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Lisa, what would Christmas be without Bing Crosby? We have Bing in our next episode. 
in a Christmas uh, show on Philco Radio Time from 1946. But first, we're going to need a caller. That's right. Now, Carl, what would Christmas be if I didn't do Name That Tune all with TV Christmas specials? I mean, come on. TV Christmas specials. Yeah, you'll see. And what we're going to do is play some of these songs from these specials, and you're going to name the artist. Oh. Very well-known songs, you well-known love to artists. Mix it up. You We're love- going to mix it up with Christmas. Give us a call if you'd like to be on the air and play Name That Tune TV Christmas. The number is 312-642-5600. I would like to hear from caller number 20. All right, call and play the game. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.